Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in actually stunning, gorgeous it's really fun when the fall is as beautiful as, as it is right now. I mean, my grass looks the best that it's looked all year Mine's long. Mine's starting to really? come back again. It's turning green, I'm so right? Happy yeah. for my love. Happy it's starting to come green again. All these simple things that really are meaningless <laughs> in so many that, ways. Though. You know, we miss that. Yeah, and it's like 40 degrees outside. A little 40, crisp. A little crisp, but fall. gorgeous and beautiful. So you know, layering here in the Northwest is back on track. You probably can't wear your sandals today. Hey. I'm so sorry. Oh, you do. Have, you have your flip flops on. I know. Oh my gosh! It's okay. a good uh, like temperature control thing for me. <laughs> it is. It's true. You ever stick like one foot out of your bed? Like if you're too hot, it'll. Average. Oh yeah. That's I mean, the same thing I'm, I'm doing like here. A, tr- a little tornado these days. <laughs> There's constantly constant movement and right. reorganizing of bedding right. and. But all sometimes of that, yeah. I come in. I, I have the little layered effect, <laughs> but I take. You know, I wear flip flops so I can breathe. Oh, I love it. I just love it. So, you know, one of the things I get to do on this show is interview people who I believe are on the leading edge of thought, um, which is a great joy for me. And today is one of those days where we're going to interview David Savage. He's mm. an empath. Yes. And he's he's an artist. So he actually performs. Um, he, well, of course, one of the things he has is he has lots of things on YouTube. So you definitely want to go there and start discovering him if you don't know about him. But he also um, performs in galleries. Uh, He's performed in the middle of Times Square. Um, And he's done shows, many shows in New York City. He lives in New York. He's coming to Seattle next week. He's going to be here October 12th, 11th and 12th. He's going to be doing a, um, or 12th and 13th, excuse me. He's going to be doing readings between 7 and 8.30 at East West Bookshop on the 12th. And then October 13th, he's teaching a workshop about developing your empathic superpowers. So what David says that he does, the little bit that I know about him, by the way, I can't wait to learn more about him, is that he closes his eyes, opens himself up, and feels the other person's emotions. He literally moves in their body. And together, he says, we discover what's happening with you on the deepest level, and then he guides the individual back to themselves. It's an experience, he tells us. And he's done this publicly in very large venues. Um, he also loves to teach fellow empaths how to thrive on his online courses, and he does the occasional one-on-one session. So, David, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's lovely fun. to have. Yeah, it is really. I I like fun. You know, that's just. But you do too. It's the name of the game here. Yeah, it's the name of the game. We <laughs> want to have a great time and and get everyone's energy elevated, right? So, um, uh, so how, when did you just because you're young? You know, I don't know how old. Am I? I'm 38. Yeah, you're young. Is that young? <laughs> yeah, okay. I think, that's, I think that's young. She looks right at me when she's <laughs> Yeah, no, that's young. Um, so that's cool. Uh, how, when did you discover not only the fact that you're an empath, you know, because we do have millions of people who are empathetic, but not everybody is comfortable enough y- using their gifts and their abilities as an art form and to teach others. So when did you recognize this and how did you move about developing your skill set? Um, well, do you think I could, I feel compelled to go, to go backward a little bit and yeah. just define what we mean by empath. 
because I'm imagining there are a lot of people listening who uh, that that word is totally unfamiliar to, or some to whom that word is vaguely familiar to, but it would still be nice to hear, to hear what it means, I think. Well, I think it would be great um, to hear what you believe it means. Um, our audience is pretty woo-woo and very advanced, oh, okay. in my opinion, because I, oh, okay, I, I work as a healer, um, a full-time practice. So, um, okay, so let's hear your definition, because I think everyone has their own, you know, words mean different things to different people, and they can be extremely helpful in, um, in helping an individual rediscover or answer questions for themselves. So I'd love to hear your definition. Well, let me recalibrate because it could be that I'm used to I'm used to talking to a, a, a less quote unquote woo woo crowd, and I've been doing a lot of translation. Yeah, uh, we're, we're pretty woo woo here. Yeah, okay. Uh, hello, fellow woo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the, the way I've been using the word, and you can use it however you like, of course, is is that uh, an empath is someone who feels the emotions of others. Right. Um, and I've been. Um, claiming that word or, or really owning that word for about three years now. Um, but the the story of how I found my way to it was probably dates back about eight or nine years. I was I was in a bit of a funk, and um, a friend of mine suggested I should talk to her psychic. And at the time, I was couldn't have been less interested in psychics or anything like them. Uh, but my friend, actually, I'll say her name. I don't think she'd mind, and she's a... Uh, Part of the reason I'm coming to Seattle, my friend Hannah Smith, uh, who lives in Seattle, um, said you should talk to my psychic and, and offered to pay for it. And uh, I got on the phone with the psychic, and she told me that I had intuitive abilities. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't really listen to that. I ignored it. But then so many things started happening that it became harder for me to ignore than to accept. I just get, started getting all these visions, and I would describe what it is I was seeing. And even if I didn't believe that the vision meant anything, I was like, well, I'm seeing this. And then more often than not, people would say, wow, how did you know? Um, and I started to do psychic readings for fun, like on a lark. And I was doing these readings at Burning Man three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and something compelled me to take somebody's hand uh, to, to help tune into what they were going through. And the minute I took this man's hand, my whole body was taken over by these, these feelings that were not really familiar to me. They were like butterflies, like stage fright. And I'd never felt that before. And I started to describe the stage fright this man felt. And it turned out that he was starting something new and he was really nervous about it. And he felt like he had to perform. Um, and I just felt into what was really going on with him and, and shared it. And he was really moved. And it felt, so, it felt really meaningful and honest. And from there, I just started doing more of these kinds of intuitive readings mm-hmm. that take place more on the emotional level. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of the things that happens to me when I do these readings is my body starts to take on the emotion that I'm feeling. Uh, it can be it's a, it's something of a spectacle. And somebody said, you know what you're doing is a kind of performance art. And I thought that sounded cool. So I started doing these readings in front of audiences uh, in art galleries and, and theaters and, and random fun places. Um, and then uh, on October 12th at the East West Bookshop where I'll be doing intuitive readings. So I take take volunteers from the audience, close my eyes, take their hands, uh, take, as I experience it subjectively, take their feelings into my own body, and then reflect back to them what I feel they're feeling Mm -hmm. uh, while people watch. Mm -hmm. And so does this help unravel what's going on with them so that they can recalibrate their subatomic particles and 
you know, emerge into more of their magnificence or their wholeness? Is that what you feel is happening when you're having this exchange? My God, that is some fantastic marketing copy. Excuse um, me? <laughs> <laughs> I want to take that. Okay, um, yeah. I mean, it's but, just basic quantum yeah. physics. Um, I like it. Yeah. Okay. Well, All right. My, my sense of it, I, I guess I... Um, one thing I'm doing by showing people what it is they're experiencing is I'm showing them there's nothing wrong with their inner life. Right. So even if I'm encountering anger or rage or right. even some of the darker feelings, right. um, by, by bringing that into awareness really gently, I'm showing people that whatever they're feeling is okay, mm-hmm. and that tends to loosen, loosen shame. Yeah. I, and then, I, I, yeah, I think that's go. actually, I mean, really that's the job of, I mean, I think that's a perfect way to describe it is that you're, you know, when people can feel safe enough to honor their emotional body, which is the strongest, most powerful aspect of their awareness and their consciousness, you know, is their authentic emotional body. I I think that's a a very powerful tool, you know, that to engage in someone in a way where they can reflect on it, acknowledge it too, or even begin to step into it, right? Which sounds like that's what you're, one of the things that you're doing. I think it's an extremely effective tool. Yeah, I think you got it. And I just want to say the other thing I'm doing is, and maybe for us who who are kind of, let's call it believers, it isn't so important, but for people who are opening their eyes to this kind of work, Mm -hmm. I think there's something powerful in showing people that information can be had in ways they can't explain. Absolutely. So for us, it's, it's nothing to go, oh, I know this about you, and I don't know how I know it. But for, for the average person walking down the street, that's a miracle. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've been teaching things like this for a very, very long time, and I teach my clients how to be in their bodies. I think some people think of it as a miracle, um, but I think it's just normal. I think it's normal to learn how to feel what you're feeling, to have a conscious awareness of your real emotions, which even... You know, and, and maybe I'm sure this is your experience, too. When you're in that emotional body, you, you know, even though there may be traumas or sadness or anger or whatnot, there's this calmness about it that it makes it so stunningly beautiful, right? It's like it's breathtakingly gorgeous. And I think that's what you're also doing is helping individuals to see the beauty within the emotional body and that it's really not this terrified you know, um, extremist aspect of ourselves. It's actually a very powerful, knowledgeable um, consciousness within us. Amen. Amen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, great. All right. So, and so are you, you know, because it sounds like you're kind of a newbie in a way to to this awareness, although, you know, obviously there's this huge old soul within you that is, reveling and the excitement and the and the art that you're creating and the readings that you're doing um but it sounds like there at times there's this like this conflict is that true for you or is that old now have you gotten over the conflict and now you're just in the emergence of it i i have um kind of want to say both i'm i'm over it in that i'm not letting my belief system prevent me from creative exploration or an honest engagement with the truth as I find it, uh-huh. but <laughs> yeah, um, right. But but you know, uh, somebody gave me an astrology uh, read my chart the other yeah. day, and I, I must confess I was um, baffled to find it accurate. Yeah, I thought, 
<laughs> so so in many ways you're a newbie, you know, where where well, I and maybe newbie's the wrong word to use. And newbies are excellent, by the way, because I think it's good to have this place where I think it's good to question things and be curious about them and not just jump in the deep end and go, Oh yay, this is you know, this I think it's good to have that observational skill. Um, but I think what what's really happening, and of course, I didn't expect our, our interview to go in this direction, but it, what's really happening is that that resistance, right? That resistance that doesn't want to let go, that logical part of the mind that humans always want to rely upon and use over and over and over again to decipher and and utilize knowledge that they think is more important than actually emotional knowledge, which emotional knowledge is a million times more accurate. Um, there's that still that that desire to go to that place and try to logically, you know, understand the world. Um, there is. Yeah. And, and but I, at the same time, I something in me bristles a little bit at, at newbie. But I, yeah, I'm I know. I'm okay. sorry. I, I agree. I don't think that's a fair word. I yeah. agree. <laughs> but, but I, but, you know, um, I'm okay with bristling. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think the part of me that's bristling is yeah. that if we can make a little bit of a distinction between uh, um the way the culture tends to box in these kinds of beliefs. Yeah. In that world, I'm I'm a newbie. Um, you know, yeah. I, I don't. But there's another way in which I've I've been so much more comfortable my whole life with right. what's called the world of spirit. And right. Absolutely. I remember when I would take psychedelics as a teenager, and I was like, <laughs> Oh, I'm 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 home. This yeah. place is real. Where the why haven't I been here the whole time? You know, what, what's going on on Earth? What I tell people who, you know, who maybe aren't always around people who are naturally intuitive or have a natural skill set, because I believe everyone is intuitive, but some people have that skill set where they, you can use it as a profession if they want to or, you know, read other people accurately and um, be helpful if they want to or, or not professionally, is that, you know, we don't need to get drunk or stoned because we're kind of stoned all the time, you know, to some degree. Um, because we're having multisensory experiences that we are aware of, or we have some awareness of them. Yeah, I, I think that's lovely. No, I agree with you. You have a beautiful old soul inside of you that really does understand all of this, and then your logical mind's trying to understand it too. And I think that's just healthy and um, normal. And we can leave space for the possibility that in some ways I'm immature and resistant. I'm okay with that, too. <laughs> we all have those aspects of ourselves. But, you know, we all have resistance, which I think is humbling. You know, I, I love it when I'm with a client and I can feel, you know, my button's being pushed and I don't even know exactly why or what's annoying or what's irritating me. And it's a very humbling moment, which allows me to have even more compassion for um, the wonderful beings I get to see. Yeah, very Beautiful. exciting. I love it. So we're going to take a break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show, and we're going to come right back with David Savage. Don't miss Corrine Casey, the great-granddaughter of the psychic Edgar Casey, speaking at East West Bookshop on Saturday, October 20th. She'll talk about lessons from the Edgar Casey readings, Buddhism, and the latest brain research. Call the East West Bookshop today 
at 206-523-3726 to register or visit them at eastwestbookshop.com. That's eastwestbookshop.com. Imagine being fired because of who you love. Imagine being denied medical treatment because of who you marry. Imagine being evicted because of who you are. Millions of Americans don't have to imagine this. They have to live it. Because in 31 states, it's legal to discriminate against LGBT people. Get the facts at beyondido.org. Brought to you by the Gill Foundation and the Ad Council. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Join Marie on November 3rd and 4th in Redmond, Washington for her two-day seminar, Communicating Beyond the Veil. One of the greatest experiences Marie has had the pleasure of receiving is the ability to communicate with loved ones and spirit guides living on the other side. And this is a natural gift that everyone has. Over the years, Marie has helped clients and students learn the techniques necessary to achieve this valuable skill. In this workshop, you'll learn the dimensional realities that exist beyond Earth, how to know the difference between your own thoughts and communications coming from those living outside of Earth, how to maintain your human energy system in a vibrational flow that allows for higher self-connection, and how to hear, see, feel, or experience those living on the other side. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com. Need help getting started with self-help? You came to the right place. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Marie Magnetary Show. We're live here in gorgeous but kind of crisp Seattle. And I have the pleasure of interviewing David Savage. He's in New York. And David, you have this huge capacity to hold a huge amount of energy. And so when you do your public readings, like in New York, in the middle of Times Square, what's it like for you? It's a trip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm taking on the energy of whoever I'm sitting with very deliberately. Mm. And then I'm equally deliberately blocking out the energy from everywhere else. Wow. Wow, that that's the force field that I'm feeling. You know, to be able to block everyone out—that's amazing. So, do you create like? I mean, can you see it in your mind, or how does it? How do you interpret what's incur? You know, your words were beautiful, but how do you know that's happening? What happens for you? Um, the the method is very much about visualization. I'm mm-hmm. closing my eyes and I'm imagining something like a field around us. Wow. Um, and, um, and then there'll be people in the audience, um, especially in, in more sophisticated audiences who are used to this kind of work, mm-hmm. who will start messing with me, who will start <laughs> feeling these, like, energetic daggers coming oh my, my way, or, like, people testing me. Oh, my gosh. Um, so I'll have to do some extra special blocking over there. Uh, <laughs> and then when the container is set, 
um, me and whoever I'm sitting with are, are within it, and then I'm allowing. Mm-hmm. But it, it can shift moment to moment, and mm-hmm. um, what, what's going on with the person in front of me, what's going on around me, I'm, I'm playing with it second by second. And then if something doesn't feel right, I'll take a break, and that's part of the show. Wow. I, I just loved everything that you said. I, I just I love your awareness of what's occurring and that when something's coming in that wants to invade, you know, um, and how you're right on it. I, there's a lot of there's a lot of things because like, I'm seeing an aspect of it. There's a lot of things happening when you're in the middle of this thing. Right. So that makes it super fun for you because, you know, reading right reading one individual's <laughs> energy is OK, that's fun. But to be able to to be so intertwined oh that's just lovely oh what a joy what a a lot of joy and fun that's going to be or yeah it's like it's like a kind of tightrope walking and i think that's part (laughs) of the reason why i do it is is there's so much beautiful work that can be done one-on-one but something in my soul just craves this extra level of difficulty Um, (laughs) and i loved what you said where you get to that spot the sweet spot where where you're in the allowing you know, and, and that's when you're letting go, I'm assuming. And yeah, and the orchestra is just playing out, right? That's the moment. So there's, uh, a, there's a moment in every reading where it's just, it's just like a little bit of, or maybe it's a lot of relaxing into what's there. Right. It, it happens in my body, but some uh, visions come with it. And it's a very feminine quality. And, and the less I put on that space, the better. Uh, so it's kind of like this masculine space container, and then I'm allowing this energy to enter me, and uh, and then it, the energy has has its own messages, and then I'm just like, okay, here's what's showing up, and then my rational mind is simultaneously interpreting what information I'm getting, and I'm putting it through a filter of language. So right. there's this interplay too of, um, okay, I'm feeling this. What is this? And then my mind starts looking for the answer. And, right. Uh, it's, a, it's a whole dance. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's actually beautiful. It's really it, one of the. I love the way you described it. By the way, one of the ways I describe it is it's like another language, like someone else who's like perf- you know really great at, at Chinese or speaks um, you know some aspect of one of the Indian language of the North the East Indian languages. It's it's like they their mind goes to this translation aspect, you know. The, which even goes into the emotional body when you're pr- really good at foreign languages. Well, the same thing is with energy. It's a language. It's literally a language. And some people, like yourself, have this ability to take those energy molecules and spread them out into something that's almost like Braille, where you feel mm-hmm. into it and you're able to translate its meaning. And it's super fun. It's Yeah, I love it. So I it's, love that. It's I love the way you talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it just a little bit longer. That's all. <laughs> but beautiful I, language. Right. And I love your language, too. I think your language is excellent. And I loved how you talk about the daggers, you know, because those things definitely do happen, especially when you're in a large group of reading, because people's buttons are getting pushed. Even, oh, my God. I'm right? asking for it. I mean, I'm asking <laughs> for it because, because some people are just, like, throwing energetic pitfalls. Right. And then, and then it's also, it can, I've noticed, it can be triggering for people, yes. especially for, for intuitives or some people who work with this kind of stuff who understandably believe that this kind of work is only for intimate spaces. Oh, right. And yeah. so when they see me exposing someone, obviously whoever I'm exposing is, is volunteering. But right. even so, when they see me bringing stuff to the surface um, in a public space, it, it might 
makes them go, wait a second, this isn't right. We're, we're supposed to be hiding this kind of thing. <laughs> um, so I'm playing with that. I'm, I'm playing with bringing this kind of work into more and more public, public I think spaces. It's great. And I love it when you get into that global allowing because you're vibrating at such a high frequency that the daggers then just dissolve or they pass through and, and you don't feel it, right? Because the vibration is so high. Molecular uh, mass. Uh, I want to say that that's true, but it feels more like it feels more like a sword fight sometimes, and that I'm actually like I feel it, and then I just like block it, and I'm I'm dancing through it and around yeah, you're it. You're dancing. Um, that's high frequency. You're dancing high energy, and so the the swords. I had this experience when I first started doing energy work, because um, I had this weird thing that happened to me. I was an oncology nurse, which of course my family thought was insane, um, because they're so holistic oh, wow. and. Um, I, that's where I opened up was on the nursing floor, actually. And so lo- long story short, I ended up working for an osteopath doing energy work. And one of our patients was a teacher at the Barbara Brennan School of, Healer, of, of Healing. And she wanted to trade. She wanted me to work on her, and she would teach me things. I'm like, okay, awesome. So I had this moment where I was working with her, and when I first started to do work, I closed my eyes. So she's laying down. Her eyes are closed. My eyes are closed. And I'm seeing all this stagnation coming off her body, and I, I'm starting to guard myself, right, so it doesn't enter my mm-hmm. body. And she wakes up or sits up, opens up her eyes because she was a skilled clairvoyant. She said, just let it move through you. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the sweet spot where you're yeah. in that, ah, you know, frequency that it just, you know, it's, it's all stunningly gorgeous, Beautiful. right? Yeah. So Yeah, I like to say, like, once when I've been doing these trainings for empaths, the, the questions that come up more than anything else is how do I protect myself? And those questions are great and they deserve answers. But there's another realm where yeah. the ultimate self-protection is, is just awareness and allowance. Right. It's, it's, it's actually um, null and void. There's no reason to protect oneself. Like, and I get it. Like We have moments like when I go have um, a, an event with my ex-husband, <laughs> yeah, I may put up some, you know, protection because I've, my perception makes me think that way. But in reality, everything is God. Everything is a blessing. Everything's a joyful energy or the universe or cosmos. And that's what we're all learning to do is to strive into that vibration that everything's fine just the way it is. But in the meanwhile, it's okay to put up some barriers. (laughs) I think that your audience is going to have a complete joy and fun, fun, wonderful experience, and learn a lot um, from you on the 12th and the 13th of October here in Seattle, East West Bookshop. Um, I think it's, and I know you're going to have a blast, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm super excited. I've been to Seattle once, and I loved it, and I'm Aww. happy to be back, and that, that bookshop is, is wonderful. It um, is. It truly is. So thank you so much, David, for coming on to the show. And so how can people find you? Other than go uh, to the class. Yeah, easiest thing is my website is empath.nyc, um, and and then you can also find me on Instagram, empathnyc, um, and uh, and then you can find the event through East West Bookshop's website or through mine. Oh, well, thank you so much. It was a joy to meet you over the airways. We wish you safe travels and a fantastic um, event here in Seattle. And what all the things that you do in the world, we wish you great blessings. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I loved it. Me too. It was really fun. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye for now. Okay. Wow. That was very lovely. And so now um, we're, I guess we're going to go to the phone line. We can do right? that. Yeah. And if you're uh, just tuning in, we just finished up an interview with David Savage. Uh, don't Pat- you love that name? Oh, man. David it was Savage. fantastic. Gorgeous. Isn't he fun? I just loved mm-hmm. his language too. And. 
um, he's a, a wonderful soul who, uh, who really allows himself to be open and vulnerable. It's really Completely. quite amazing. Completely. Yeah. So Good. if you're just tuning in, yeah, we just finished to wrap that up. So now we're going to hit up our phone lines. It's an open call in for the rest of the show for the next uh, 27 minutes or so. Before we go to the next break. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, 877-825-8828 is the number. But we'll start things off with Liz calling in from Chicago. Hi, Liz. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Liz. How are you? I'm okay. Um well, not really. That's not yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. But but in a way, you really are. Like I can feel yeah. it in your voice. But when I'm I'm writing out your energy and you're receiving. I mean, I haven't gotten to all the chakras yet. But your first and seventh vortex are highly receptive right now. So a lot of good is happening. It's just like you're unraveling a whole bunch of stuff, and the news is not great. Like, you know, people aren't really happy about events politically. Yeah. So. So that's kind of a rain shower. And I wrote something on Facebook last night that, you know, people who are, let's say, their soul age is a little bit older, right, then we, we live on a planet where we have a array of souls from very young souls to very old souls. And so younger souls are on the quest of learning compassion. And so that means that they, you know, typically if we, if we have resistance to learning something, then we have contractual events, right? We have events in our lives that don't feel compassion at all, which leads us to understanding compassion. And all the old souls are freaking out because all the (laughs) young souls are needing to learn compassion. And it's so hard on the old souls who already know compassion. So the old souls are trying to describe things so that the young souls will figure it out. And the old souls just need to stop trying to learn something they don't need to learn. Like, Think about it this way. All the young souls are, they're learning, they're learning on, they're, sorry, they're practicing their times tables. And that takes a lot of practice. You got to do it over and over Mm -hmm. and over and over and over over again. The older souls are learning division. They already have gotten through the multiplication tables. And so division, the the code word for division here is letting go. The old souls have to let go, get out of the way, stop getting involved in the education of the younger souls, let them have their discomfort or whatever is going on, and stop taking it personally. It's my daughter, though. It's it's so hard when it's your (laughs) child. Like, I've been able to do that, like, on so many other levels, but I feel feel like this is a deep lesson for me. But when it comes to my my daughter, it's just, ugh. So is she a soul, you know? Right. Everybody is a soul. Everybody has a soul. Right. So her soul is learning what she needs to learn and everything's fine. She picked you as her mother. Smart kid. And (laughs) and I think you just have to let go. If you can let go, I think she's going to learn what you want her to learn faster. I think when old souls are in there trying to, you know, well, no, you need to practice that 14 more times. I think it doesn't help the younger souls to have their life experience. Does that make sense, what I'm talking about? Yeah, it makes sense. It's just, you know, like I said, it's, um, you know, just seeing her being so self, self-destructive self and kind yeah. of consciously hurting mm-hmm. herself and other people right now. Yeah. It's, it's hard for me to witness. Yeah. So have yeah. you, I, I'm not disagreeing, I'm sure it's challenging. Have yeah. you Have you been able to say to yourself, what if everything's okay? What if she's on the right track? Because when I look at your daughter and I'm not there, right, I'm not yeah. there, but she is manipulative. So she likes the drama and the trauma and you're feeding it. So if you step back a little bit and stop feeding it, she might choose some other options. Right. Right. Do you you think that's possible? Yeah, and that's a decision I've made, but I'm just not 
completely comfortable. So I just was kind of, I'm just trying to get reassurance that, you know, I, I have let go and I, I haven't talked to her and I've stepped out and I've kind of made my stance like, these are your choices and you have to live with them now. Um, and yeah. I'm making some good, pretty big choices in my life and I feel like, what if I do this? And then she completely self-destructs and just feeling responsibility around that, you know. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I think you're go. doing the right thing. I really do. And, mm-hmm. and and you can't do anything else anyway because she won't listen to you. So it's not right. like, <laughs> right, if you're in there right. trying to help her, she's not listening to you or following the game, right? And so right. so I think I think what you're doing is great. And I think she's surprised because you've been kind of an over-nurturing parent her whole life, yep. you know? Yep. And she isn't a child any longer. And no. so, yeah, I think it's great. And, and just remember that she's not a child because your brain still looks at her like she's three or four. I know. And you got to stop and I, that. I go into feeling sorry for her and the pain that yeah, whatever. You know, her dad has caused. Whatever. And- <laughs> you know, she's actually had a fairly good childhood. Many people have have had much worse. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, just okay, remember. Thank you. Oh, yeah, like you, you shifted your energy right now. And, and I just want to tell you, whatever you're doing, even though your mind is telling you the sad story, what you're doing right now in terms of letting go is, um, is beautiful because you're taking energy into most of your vortices. I don't see s- struggle here. I see, ah. so try to yeah. tune into your emotional body, right? I'm trying to get there. Yeah, yep. so that you can find out what you're really feeling instead of thinking. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we wish you all the best of, of luck. And Thank you so much. Love and happiness you so to your whole family. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Liz, for calling in from the great city of Chicago. I love Chicago. Have I'm you like, been there? No, <gasps> I don't get out much. You know oh that. I live here. Gosh. I got to protect you. <laughs> Make sure Lisa gets in the door. I bought the best pair of shoes in Chicago, <laughs> by the way. Uh, I think we've talked about this. We have, this. yeah. I was with my friend Andrew. I said Andrew. I'd go she shopping made me buy. next time, and I've never been offered, no, you so have I was to... like, whatever. Well, like, I don't want to go shopping Okay, I guess I don't have to go to Chicago to go shoe shopping, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. The rack's right here. They're opening up the, the new rack? one up north. Oh, my gosh. The, yeah, there's a new one up in... in Kirkland, uh... next to Whole Foods. That is a trap. <laughs> I mean, you go there to get. See what they did. Yeah, you go there to get blueberries and you walk away with bags of stuff uh, from funny. the rack. And, of course, more delicious food from Whole Foods and Trader Joe's. So, yeah, that's a trap. That's great. Who do we have next? On the uh, sure, line? we'll take one more call before our next break. We have Stephanie calling in uh, from Charlotte, North Carolina. And Aww. for Stephanie. It's her birthday, oh. so we've got to play a little bit of 50 Cent for her birthday. <laughs> Stephanie, congratulations. Birthday. Yes. Thank you. Thank uh, you for and I know what you, I, oh, and oh. I know what you are. You're a Libra because all my closest girlfriends, except for one who's a Scorpio, are Libras. All <laughs> of them. So I've been shopping for a month, you know, collecting little things for them and, um, and shoes. now I'm starting to no, no shoes. <laughs> One of my girlfriends, so. but I don't think I can afford her shoes. <laughs> I let her husband buy her shoes. So how are you? What can I do for you? Oh, you know, it is so funny. I had so many like I was like, I'm the recovery. I'm gonna ask the question <laughs> about things that are going on in my life that I feel stuck with. Meaning, like I know, I I know my soul's talking to me, and it's not. You know, like I'm not hearing it somehow. And then all of a sudden today it opened up, and I was like. I'm just going to be in Marie's energy for my birthday. So I have Aww. nothing to ask. And I am doing your Reiki. Oh, you stop. are? You're going to come to Seattle? Okay. Yes. For the first time. Oh, how wonderful. <laughs> you're going to love it. You're going to absolutely love it here. And I'm so happy you're going to come and be a part of the Reiki experience. It's going to be amazing. You're going to love it. Super fun. 
Um, so you do have a leak in your second chakra. So that typically means to me that there's an element of joy that's not occurring for you. So does that make sense for you? Are, are you like, it, okay, go ahead. Yeah. It does make sense. It does okay. make, it, it, I will, I'll be interested to see if this is a little bit of what you see. I'm trying to change in. I've been a photographer all my life oh. and I don't want to dump the photography, but I want to change my modality of work. I feel uh-huh. like bogged down with the business running and the, and what, probably the detail-oriented part of that. And I get really excited by energy work. I get really excited about telling people that they have their own power, and I'm ready to move into that area. Okay, so... I think that's lovely. I think that's abs- I think it's wonderful. You're the type of person who would do well with more than one career anyway. You know, like you get bored easily. You like a lot of balls in the air. So I think that would be perfectly fine for you. So it, then is your photography work pretty busy? It is really busy. So um, why especially don't in the fall. So do you hire people to help you cuz like I don't answer the phone in my office even when Lisa's on vacation which is probably not a good idea. I do not answer the phone because just the thought of it weighs down my energy because what used to happen to me in the beginning of my career I could not get off the phone with people right so I I would be just drained by the end of the conversation and so I don't answer the phone I don't answer email unless I absolutely have to and and Lisa's excellent and but I've had assistance for years so do you have people that help you because I don't know anyone who can really do the whole thing on their own I probably don't let that happen enough. I probably have a little control that I need to let go Yeah. <laughs> and that's funny you said that because I just had somebody reach out out of the blue about Photoshopping yesterday. Uh huh. <laughs> so here's what I want you to do pick the things you dislike the most. Like, I don't like to do the accounting part. So I have a bookkeeper and an accountant. In fact, my bookkeeper's coming today. And of course, I am going to do my receipts today when she's at the house because that's how much I don't like to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, once I'm in it, it's fun. But it's not like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to do receipts. You need that motivation. Yeah. It's just, so pick the things, four things maybe, that you do not like to do and hire people who like to do those things Ooh. because exactly. it's super no, fun. Right? Like my bookkeeper loves to do it. And then she finds things that I would never even knew were happening. <laughs> I would not know. Um, so she's extremely helpful. And so is my accountant. So that's what I want you to do. And notice how your energy is elevating already about this, right? Exactly. Thank you for spotting something different in there. <laughs> then I, I knew you would. That's lovely. Yeah, and then you can have fun. And then, and then as you reach out into other career paths, that can be fun too because you're not thinking about, oh, I have to go do the Photoshop or I got to do this or do that. Uh, yeah. I don't even know who's coming into my office. I don't even look at my calendar until moments before the doorbell rings or I get on Skype. I know nothing about anyone. So I don't think about any of that stuff at all because I don't want to. So that's, that's your lovely. Okay. I, no, that's great. It makes sense because I, I have an active mind and I like to be a lot of places. So yeah. Keep me in that ability. And I think it's really fun when we have a profession and, and we're successful that we get to employ people and give them jobs that make it fun for them. I, th- I think it's lovely. I think it's really lovely. So go out there, hire some people, and just do the fun stuff, okay? 
Thank you so much. Thanks for all you do. And Benny, thank you. It's lovely to always Aww. have your and voice out there making everybody cheer. Everybody loves oh, Benny. Oh, it's our pleasure. Yes. And of course, it's best for the birthday girl. Oh. <laughs> Enjoy it. Make the best of it, right? Absolutely. Thank you, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you later this month yeah. for our Reiki workshop, which is coming up. And it is sold out. Um, I know we do have a waiting list for those individuals um, in case someone decides not to come or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So you can always contact the office. No guarantees. I might, if we get enough people on the waiting list, I might teach another one in the spring. I usually teach it twice a year, but I might do it, I mean, once a year. Mm-hmm. I might do it twice next year. So we'll just see how it goes. But it is. You snooze, you lose. Yeah. <laughs> got to get in early. You got to see Marie. Aww. So let's take wow, a short little break. Sure. And then we'll be right back with more from Marie. Marie Manucherry has had the pleasure and honor of shifting the vibration of thousands of clients and students from around the world. Her method, Divine Energy Medicine, is the art of raising the human energetic frequency leading to mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. During this two-day intensive course, you will discover how to read the energy of others while improving your relationship with yourself, gain intuitive knowledge of the synergetic relationship between chakras and human feelings, and identify energetic locations and actions of the energy centers. Join Marie on Saturday, March 23rd and Sunday, March 24th, 2019 in Vancouver, Washington and practice divine energy medicine to increase your ability to connect deeply with others. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com. Some knowledge belongs to us and us alone. The way our girlfriends walk, the way they talk, the way they touch their hair. We hold details that only a sister can know about her girls. But what about our other girls? The ones that we carry with us every day. Can we describe them when everything's right? Can we feel when something's wrong? Our bond with our sister girls gives life. But knowing your breasts can save it. Go to knowyourgirls.org for the facts you need on breast health. That's knowyourgirls.org. Brought to you by Susan G. Coleman and the Ad Council. The Marie Manucherry Show is streamed live over the internet. So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area, wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. Exploring new territory every day. This is Alternative Talk 1150. I love that song. Well, you are fancy. 
I'm fancy. Yeah, that's the name of the song. Oh, I, I kind of am a <laughs> little it. fancy. That's this fine. is true. Just a tad. I know when people walk in the house, I go, okay, I really am down to earth. But it's a little, yeah. You've got to have that. Yeah. Well, I like it. You know, my, my rising sign is in Leo, and we mm-hmm. like shiny things. What can I say? <laughs> Okay, who do we have? Said on? the same thing for like a guy who's like talking about something. He's like squirrel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, that's sh- right. that's a bling thing. What is that? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! You love okay. your diamonds. You love your diamonds. <laughs> I uh, do love diamonds. I know. All right. Well, uh, shiny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Eugene from Oregon, uh, or Eugene from almost. See now I'm all confused. JJ is calling from Eugene JJ. in Oregon. So hi JJ. Hi JJ. Can How you are you? Me? Now hi. we can. Yes. How oh, are great. you? I'm doing okay. I, I'm just calling in. I need some help with my health stuff that's going on right okay. now. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm receiving chemo and mm-hmm. immune therapy mm-hmm. for doing... stage four triple negative breast cancer. That's... <laughs> I realized I was going to get so emotional. I... Well, I don't blame you. That's that's a lot of words that most people don't want to say, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're handling it extremely well. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, just barely. It's taking a lot out of me. <laughs> I'm so sorry, by the way. I, I truly, truly am. Um, Thank and you. I'm sending you tons of energy as we're having this conversation. So Thank I love you. that they're, you're welcome. I love that they're doing the immune um, treatments as well. Um, yeah. Right? Yeah. That, yeah. <clears throat> and I just, I mean, um, the cancer's metastasized to mm-hmm. my lungs and lymph. Right. So lymph that's in the lungs. Stage four means it's moved, right? Yeah. Have, have we met yeah. before, you and I? Have we met before or talked before? We've talked before. Yeah, yeah, okay. <clears throat> and so when were you originally diagnosed? Uh, in May 2014. Yeah, because you've done really well. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, what I want kind of is to get leverage on things because I just don't, I feel like I'm missing the perspective and mm-hmm. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm wondering if part of it has to do, I, I, I'm pretty sure part of it has to do with diet and stuff. So. Sure. Yeah. But recently, I've just had a lot of congestion. Mm-hmm. And um, this is the, the one thing that's kind of um, really daunting is all the coughing and the, right. the breathing issues and stuff. And I'm, right. I'm wondering <clears throat> if you have any insight into how I can kind of uh, get some get some leverage on this. Mm-hmm. Well, f- well. First of all, again, I'm congratulating you for all the wonderful work you have done. You know, you, you were diagnosed, um, you know, almost five years ago, and you're doing really well. Really, seriously, you are. So, how how often do you let yourself feel like, okay, this this, this is okay. I, I I got this. I mean, how often do you let yourself go to that space? And and were you doing that previously? And now because of the expansion of some symptoms that are scarier for you or more uncomfortable for you that it's more difficult uh you know that i i don't really i don't really do that i i think i mean when there i had like a little break over the last year Mm -hmm. and i just kind of was relieved that i didn't have to do anything about anything (laughs) yeah right or deal with anything so i just kind of you know seized the day and just didn't live my life you know day by day just mm-hmm. doing what I can do right. best as I can do it and trying trying to figure things out outside of I I want you what... to stop figuring it out right because <laughs> well because you can't you're on a regiment you're being you know your your medical 
you know, treatments are gauging your life right now. There's nothing to figure out. You're going to right. the hospital, you're getting things done, you're coming home, you're resting, whatever. Yeah. There's nothing to figure out. So I want you to let go. You're okay. doing a really good job as we're talking of letting a lot of stagnation leaving your heart chakra. That's it's very impressive. So I would love it if you start using, you know, my favorite technique is what if questions A because they're not difficult and it's not really challenging, but yet right. they're super effective. So, uh-huh. you know, what if everything's okay? Even if your mind's going, what are you talking about? The right. ego the ego is not going to push that vibration out of your energy system because the ego is not threatened by curiosity. So right. your body's going to go, yeah, what if everything's okay? You know, and what if everything's okay? What if I'm on the right track? What if I'm really learning something phenomenal down on the core level right now? Because there's a part right. of your mind that wants to be g- doing stuff correctly and getting it done well. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have those lists, you, you know, and really life is about getting out of the way, having joy in every moment, because none of us know how long we're going to be here. Nobody knows that. It, right. Like, I could get hit by a bus tomorrow and meet right. you on the other side many years from now. <laughs> you uh-huh. know? So so I think it's important for you to get into this space where you just really, really let go, because that's going to help your immune system to perk up, to, <clears throat> to start to become more vital, to okay. to enhance itself along with the therapies that you're receiving. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So do you think you can do that? Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. I, I know everyone who's listening is sending you love and kisses and hugs and also <laughs> in awe of your courage. You know, Thank you're you. very, very courageous and um, and we're all um, cheerleading for you. Thank you. You're very, very Thank welcome. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, JJ, for calling in. 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manucherry Show. Let's jump down to, uh, or over to, I should say, Amy. She's calling in from Georgia. Ooh. Amy, welcome to the show. What's going on? Or Hi, what are you cooking? Are, are you cooking? Are you, are you cooking something? <laughs> I am, uh, really shockingly. Um, well, first, thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, and you know, I have I flew into Georgia just a couple of weeks ago on my way to North Carolina for my, the last wedding of my children. All my kids are married now. It's so beautiful. So, I mean, so oh my gosh, getting married in the woods <laughs> in North Carolina. But Georgia's stunning, you know, because I think the only time I've flown into Atlanta has been like in the evening or when it's dark. But I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. It was just so green. Yes. Yes. So what are yes. you cooking? Well, uh, <laughs> so um, this is a very late in life surprise surprise uh, yeah <laughs> um uh we just found out that uh we are having our last child for yeah. children so, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. get, I some, get some see, um if you could tell what the sex of the baby uh, is and how many babies are cooking uh, in there you know those questions, <laughs> questions make me you? the most nervous <laughs> seriously because i think i'm like everybody else i'm like 50 50 um, I think you're only having one, but I mean, they're going to f- find out either there's one or two heartbeats, right? They're going to find out pretty soon or if they haven't found already or heartbeats. more. Yeah. And, and, uh, Benny is an expert on this because. Well, I wasn't going into it first time too. We found out the first, uh, ultrasound. Oh, did you twins. really? Oh yeah. Have you had your ultrasound yet? I have not had the ultrasound okay. yet. And I th- they're actually saying it won't be, um, for a few more months. Yeah. So I think it's one. Just- so. Whatever that means, you know, because there is this other energy, but it feels very interesting, like smaller. So I feel like there's one. 
and I think it's a boy. But again, okay. I am not. I and I am opposite. I said girl to Lisa. Oh, really? So, yeah. okay. We're going to find out. I was accurate the last time, apparently. Yes, Someone this is true. called back, you and are I true. was right. But I honestly think I'm like everybody else. I'm, because I don't look for the. Um, the reproductive organs, I feel their energy. And your your child has the energy of my interpretation of male. So if it's a girl, she's going to be aggressive and very strong-willed. And you, she's going to be wrapped around, you know, you, you're going to, she's going to have you wrapped around her little finger because you guys are actually very excited about this, which I'm thrilled and happy for you. Is that true? It is. I mean, we're kind of nervous because I'm 42 and my husband is 48. Who cares? I think that's exciting. You still got time. You and if, and forties is still young. Now, uh, if, yeah. If you were in your late fifties, like I'm thinking about getting a puppy, and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have cats right now. That I mean, look was priceless, by right? The way. But I think <laughs> I, I think it would probably be great for me. I'd go on more walks. I mean, I am a very active person, <laughs> and I get a lot done. I mean, I have a spotless house, and, and I don't for, have a housekeeper. For protection too. So. Protection too. What? Oh no! I'd get some Whoa. gold in something, and it would just lick everyone to death. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But um, you guys are in the prime of your life. You're very healthy. You're athletic. It's going to be fun, and you're going to feel even younger. You might be a little tired for a little while, but who isn't when they have a brand new baby, right? Yes, that's true. And we have all boys, so oh! it would make sense that it's another boy. Well, you know, in that case, I hope Benny's right. I hope it's a girl for you. Me so, too. So you can go get every, change it up. I think yeah, you change get, things up a little Get bit. every pink thing that you possibly have you ever wanted overboard. to purchase because totally. it is overboard. fun. Yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> it's good. But, but let us know. Too, right? You know, let us know yeah. when you whenever you decide that you want to and you guys have figured it out, you know, let us know so that I can either be excited or embarrassed either way. (laughs) I'll be excited no matter what anyway. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thanks, Amy, from calling in from Georgia, 877-825-8828. I think we've already got enough callers. We'll take one more. Let's uh, let's go to New Jersey. We'll take Brianna. 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 Hi, Brianna. How are you? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen um, David Savage before? Because, you know, he's kind of in your part of the woods. I haven't, but oh, I listen to You go to check him out. Guys, uh, I'll have to check him out. Yeah, sounds like fun. I surprised how close he was. I know. He just sounds like a, a lot of fun. So what can I do for you? Well, um, I was, I've never called in before. Oh, um, I was hoping welcome. maybe to get, like, just a general read and to see maybe how you feel about the direction of my life. Kind of in a weird place. Yeah. You're leaking a lot of energy. So the first thing I hear is that you like to be in control of things. And for some reason, things are out of control right now. Although I will say um, that your third eye is on fire. So I really want you to pay attention to your intuition. So that means if you don't meditate, start meditating. If, if, you know, because you're into it's I wrote the word fire next to it. And, and so that's why things are changing because you're no longer looking at life. And you can disagree with anything I say, by the way. You're no longer looking at life from the way you used to, which was more controlled. And now yeah. things are feeling out of control, which in reality means, because there is no such thing as control, that they're actually moving into balance. But you don't know. It, it's a surprise and you don't really like that kind of surprising. You know what I mean? I do. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you to tell yourself. What if magic is happening in my life with every breath I take and I'm on the right track? That's what I want you to start saying to yourself because I think your life is going to move in a glorious way and it's not at all what you expected. Okay. All right? 
All right. If we had more time, I'd go in more detail, but uh, the music means I have to get off the air. So thank you so much. And thank you, David, for coming on the show this morning. And we look forward to seeing you in Seattle. Joyful blessings, everyone. Bye-bye.